Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Lovely. Isn't it? Lovely stuff. Textbook. Absolutely classic. Absolutely classic. Happy mon- Monday of Easter. Good. Happy. Happy great Monday. What is it? Easter Monday. Easter Monday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that's what they've gone for, is it? Oh, seems unimaginative. That feels like a missed opportunity, to be honest. You know, you've got your, your Boxing Day. Right, good Christmas. Friday. Do we know where that comes from? Why it's called that? Why was it Good Friday? Uh, yeah. It's because that's when Jesus... Uh, Good he died. The, yeah. Was it good he died? Was it good he died? <laughs> <laughs> it was good when he came back to life. That was the good bit. And he mm. came back to life. But maybe therefore was quite good that he died mm. in order to come back to life. Yeah, I guess so. That was sort of the, the silver lining. Um, I, I, does anyone actually know the answer to why it's called Good Friday? Because this is very unprofessional if we're just sort of throwing it out there and not... Should I have... Google it? I think good doesn't good just mean holy. Oh, right. Okay. Like, you know, like the good book. And all that. It's like, yes. that's sort of the good, term isn't it? good is an old English expression meaning holy. Oh, Dave. Crib. Well done. Already in the lead yes. on today's cabin fever quiz. Oh, very good. I didn't even know I was playing a quiz. That's a good format, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just make the show into a, a quiz just with chat. Oh, God. I think Radio 4 beat us to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know what I've started doing recently? It, it, no. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. I've started, for some reason, watching a lot more streamed television. You know, you just put a channel on, you just put the TV on. And you well, just as, in, see, as in non-streamed, oh, as, as in live. Oh, yeah, well, you, they wouldn't, could they call that streamed, wouldn't they? I think no, I think it's the Ter- opposite. What do I call it then? Yeah, terrestrial, or for, off, of the, off of the aerial, council TV. Live television, mm-hmm. I guess. Live know, yeah. television. Oldie-woldie. Yeah, 90s. I've just started watching that. I've watched a few things recently. Um... The Unforgotten, which is amazing. Yes. Line of Duty. Line of Duty, watching that live as well. Oh, yes. And uh, it's, it feels... It, I, I'm not going to lie to you, and a few of my friends have said I should watch things like Anton Deck's great big takeaway menu, whatever it's called, yeah. and um, <laughs> uh, and then yeah. accidentally watched the news, like a six o'clock bulletin. Of, it is six o'clock, here is the news. Like off they still of the do that, do they? Yes! Oh, I That's... always do that. I watch the. I watch the new. I I love the news well, channel. I, I bet you do. You, but you have the news channel because I would have put you down as a classic Channel Four news viewer. <gasps> no, BBC News Channel, which is fantastic because yes. they <laughs> don't just have the news; they have news-related programming. Mm. This is the most enthusiastic I've heard you about anything. Did you, did you invent the news channel? I, I 
actually it's been a bit of a theme I flat because it's I always talk about how much I love BBC News Channel but obviously recently the news has just been so bad that it's almost put me off but not quite mm. because they still have Click have you ever watched Click yeah. oh that guy he does it yeah off of Click yes it's hard yes. talk still on hard talk which is quite hard and they do it talk <laughs> um, what else do they have they have so much good stuff the news, a lot of the news. A lot of, yeah, they do a lot of news on there. They do a lot of news. You get, they do. You get your news presenters reading out the news. I, I, I'm putting on News 24. My mother-in-law does that as well, Helen. And, you know, mm. she, like you, is a great person. Oh. But she's in her 70s. Um, but uh, <laughs> she, she has News 24 on all the time. She makes the most of the 24 element of News 24. And, um, yeah, it just makes it feel like you're a, um, some sort of... I don't know, uh, like a media agency in Soho or something, which just always there's a flat screen TV on at all times <laughs> with the news on. And they do like do a lot of repetition, which is good if it takes you a while to sort of really, mm. you know, cement things in your brain. I'd say that's my least favourite thing about... Ooh, where oh, you're bored or tired. Oh. Tired, very tired oh, today. Okay. I said li- my least favourite thing about the news channel is how repetitive it is, yeah. I mean, it is designed not to be watched... 24 isn't it that's the whole sort of point of it is it's yeah. you can dip in you know yeah be a bit worrying if someone was just watching it all day Helen it, yeah <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> do you think people will watch it back in years to come in the same way that um, they've started showing on BBC4 an, an entire unedited uh, general election, election night yeah. <laughs> do you think people will watch you know 15th well, what of Good April. Friday was like in 2021 yeah yeah you'd probably be able to and just immerse yourself in full news for the whole time yeah. I always worry that because you know our phones might secretly be recording us all the time Definitely I are. worry that spies are keeping a big database of our entire lives as audio plays mm. and then someone if they want to can just listen to your whole life but then I realised in order for them to do that they would have to spend their whole life listening to your whole life mm. so they're probably not going to do it yeah the ultimate flaw with all those theories is that if you think there is basically a human dedicated to documenting your entire life then half of the world would have to be doing that for the other half yeah you know what i mean like so it would be a big conspiracy that i think would get out quite quickly because I, i definitely subscribe to that thing where when people say well these devices are listening in i'm like good let them honestly I mean, no. oh, let them in, Helen. Let them in. For God's sake, this podcast is basically, you just, you, you know, you, my, our listeners are essentially a smart device in the corner of the room listening to this garbage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you you say, I'm pressing go, and then we all stop being so offensive and saying awful things when you press record. And then when you well, stop you recording do. at the end, <laughs> we go back to being awful human beings when you mm. stop recording at the end. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? Censorship. I suppose it's a bit dark when you think about, like, um, the, have you done the experiment where you start uh, talking about a wardrobe and suddenly you get the cookies yeah. on your Facebook? Oh, yeah, yeah all the time. Yeah, but yeah. I view that as one of the top things about the eavesdropping technology generation because mm. all it's really serving to do... It's like walking into a shopping centre where all the shops are things you want. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm fine Guys, with that. Guys, no! Yeah, I'm fine no. with that. It's, no. it's, if anything, they're giving us a nice service. They're saying, mm. I know what you might need, that... Yeah. Here's where different. you can buy it, lads. All the best. It does make you take a long, hard look at your life, though, doesn't it? When you see the things that have been chosen for you. Why are they trying to sell me a will to live? I didn't realise <laughs> my, well, yeah, my I got chat a funeral plan the other day, actually. Maybe that was because of this podcast, because you talked about it last week. Oh, That's why my funeral plan's been popping up this week. I wondered oh, about God. that. How's everyone's pensions? I don't really have a pension, oh, mate. I got a letter about... Um, 
saying my pension, you know, go and check it. I didn't know that I had one. <laughs> well, hang on. You do know you've got one because we talked about Helen's pension before. This is a sequel, the Helen's Pension Podcast sequel. This is, this is the catch-up, isn't it? Yeah. You know, six months on. So, what did I say before? Can I don't know. Me? I honestly wasn't listening. I don't think you did have one. I think, or maybe you did, you, you might have put some money into one at one stage, but you'd forgotten about it. I think maybe one was automatically set up for me and I'd forgotten about it mm. during between then and now, the six months. And now I've been, a, got a letter reminding me that I have one. Mm. But who would have put, would they have put, would someone have put money in for me? That's mad. Yeah, if you're employed, that's what happens. Dave, our financial advisor on the team, over to you. Thank you. Uh, oh, uh, yes, that is how pensions work. Confirmed. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> oh, no, that's all the information I need. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah Helen, you traditionally, like, have you had any job where you've been paid, like yeah. on payroll, basically, you know? Uh, don't know. Basically, something you haven't invoiced for, I guess, is a, you know, that kind of thing. I, basically, I had a job at a radio station for about a year that was probably the only thing I've done that wasn't, you know, a freelancey, freelancey thing, and they pop- popped me a pension on, but... Ooh, a year maybe. is not enough time to make a dent in a you know, no. substantial pension, is it? Especially when I was only working two days a week. I got the thing saying how much my pension would be worth when I retired at... I think I put my retirement down at 70 or something. Yeah. And I think the pension which I've had for 10 years is now worth approximately £600 a year. Oh, lovely. It's pretty good, oh, huh? That's not bad. Yeah. Join that's... me in the <laughs> 2050s for some parties. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what? I do remember when we talked about pensions the first time yeah. thinking, whatever happens, I'm going to make sure that we don't talk about pensions for a mm. second time. You're right. You're and, right. We've done it. And it's happened. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll move on. Dave. Yes. How's your will? <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. As an Instagram advert told me the other day. Um, <laughs> no? Yeah. Um, oh, no. Um, no, I've, I've, I'm trying to think of what I've been advertising on Instagram recently that's, that's been useful for my life, but mm, it it's, it's, just, it's just food and drink at the moment because of lockdown, you know? I get advertised quite a lot of clothes on Instagram because maybe they're seeing the pictures I put up of myself. Yeah, it's a hint, isn't it? And it's a hint, yeah. So they know. All right, here we go, here we go. Here's an advert. This is the first advert I've got to, right, on Instagram. It's oh, this is a, a good game. Go on your stories yeah. and get the first yeah. one on. First advert, picture this AI. Instantly identify, oh my effing G, this is ridiculous, guys. You wouldn't believe this. Instantly identify 10,000 plus plant species. Yesterday, <gasps> yesterday, we were in the park and I said to Beth, I wonder what that bird is because it was so beautiful. And she said, you can get a Shazam for birds, can't you? And now I've just got an advert about how you can scan trees and plants and it tells you. Uh, That's actually great. I wonder if you have to pay for that. Because you can also, I got advertised uh, plant recovery where you scan your pla- ha- house plants and it tells you what you've <gasps> done wrong and what you need to do to make them less wilty. That is Ooh. a really good idea. Yeah, but then I tried to download it and you had to subscribe for like £10 a month and no thank you. Oh, uh, okay. okay. I don't want to pay for a service. <laughs> yeah. Why is this not available to me free? <laughs> My first advert is Climate change is not something that might happen. It is happening. Oh. Give some money. Oh, I might do this, actually. Oh, there you go, you there see? Is. This is what there happens. Who's got a plane in the background? That's me. Sorry, I'm just coming into land. Give me a sec. 
<laughs> no, that's you, Muggsy, isn't it? That's me. Are you under are you under the flight path? Well, I didn't think so. I quite like it. It's summer vibes. It's got summer vibes, don't you think? What a plane. Yeah, there's something about it reminds me of summer as a kid. There was where I grew up, there was always people going around the Y Valley in, in sort of light aircraft having a look at the pretty trees and things. And uh it reminds me of summer when I was a kid. Is that weird? Oh no, that's no, lovely. That's nice, lovely. It's a true story. Um, Instagram's really thrown a curveball at me, and I don't think this 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 really just completely undermines our entire theory and conversation. Because the first advert that's popped up for me is from Bosch, <laughs> and the question is: Does your screwdriver strip screw heads? Wow. Does it struggle against the clock? We, um, on the third one, we thought so. Well, it's not. It's not actually Bosch. <laughs> it's got hashtag. It's got to go. What? Wait, what are they actually trying to say? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to click through now. God, it's worked. Absolutely shambles. What have you bought? Oh, it's just... Why would I want the X-Lock, which is the world's first innovative system to change angle grinder accessories with just one (laughs) click? Stop it. That isn't what you've been advertised. Yeah, absolutely. That is is tragic. What are you doing to get that advertised at you? That's weird. Oh, this! I think Instagram's having an April Fool's Day because the second one's about a razor, and I've got—I don't shave. It's rubbish! <laughs> rubbish! What's up with it? Maybe it's a hint. How Dave, it, we've seen your beard and your pictures. <laughs> They're not real. How, how were your April Fools, everyone? Did did you did anyone get April Fools? Yeah, so I did an April Fools that then backfired onto me. Oh, yeah. I um I told my flatmates I wasn't in, and I told them that a friend of ours had accidentally killed the dog that she was dog sitting. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> and that she was on her way round because she was so stressed and the dog was in the boot and she was coming round with the dog. And this friend is quite... Um, She's quite a chaotic person, so they were like, oh, my God, absolutely classic. Of course this has happened. And they were really, like, stressed about it. But then they basically must have realised that I was pranking them because then they started sending me videos of them calling her saying, we've just heard about the dog. And anyway, that was all a prank and they oh hadn't really God. called her. <laughs> was, your friend in on the, was your friend in on it or not? No, no, I hadn't told her. You, you, as a rule of thumb, you can't do pranks involving death. <laughs> It's what? a curveball, isn't it? It's you a real curveball. You right? can't do pranks involving death. Someone's died. Someone's driving around with the, the body of an animal in the back of the car. <laughs> Helen, horrendous. No, but well, the thing is, it was a dog they're dog-sitting. It's not a dog we know. And she was feeling anxious about looking after this dog. It was a classic prank, no, guys. No, it's like a Japanese hidden can, camera show. Yeah, can, I ask, can I ask the important question? Mm-hmm. What, was the, what was your hope for the end game of the prank? <laughs> Like, how did you see this playing out? So my hope was that they would freak out that she was coming round because she often come. She turns up and buzzes the buzzer and is like, "Guys, it's me. You've got to come down because something's happened." Mm. So my hope was that they would all cancel their meetings for the day, <laughs> um, and have a bit of a flap about, "Oh my gosh, she's coming round, and we've got to bury the dog or whatever." Um, and then I'd tell them, oh, just joking, like, dog, she's not alive. really... Yeah. Dog's alive. I'd only leave it about 10 minutes, but then my my problem was I, I was actually out doing something and then I got distracted doing that thing. And <laughs> after, it was a good couple of hours before I was able to message and go, April Fool's, by which point they'd obviously realised because she'd not turned Sussed up. And... They dug a grave for the dog. <laughs> yeah. Hadn't thankfully cancelled all their meetings for the day. <laughs> I'd be livid. Amazing. What about you guys? Any classic pranks? Classic pranks. I would prank the kids. 
Classic oh, yeah. prank on the kids. Thursday morning, 7.05, one of the dads put a thing on WhatsApp, which looked very convincing, saying the schools were actually open because the schools broke up on Wednesday. <gasps> uh, which is very believable at the moment because everything's in free fall. Yeah. Uh, so the kids fall for it hook, line, and sinker. And also, let's not forget, they're kids. And if you're an adult and you tell them things, yeah. you know, they're, they're USPs. They believe you, the absolute dickhead. Mm. But I just feel like, yeah, I feel that's a, a, a abuse of power, really, basically, yeah. is what's happened there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I mean, don't, don't you're, take you're, a long walk around it, Dave. It's child abuse. It's child abuse. That's <laughs> uh, come on, kids, we've got to go. It's school today. No, we've got to get ready now. We've got to get into uniform. Let's go. It's at eight. Miss Bennis has got a lot of stuff to do today. Come on, we've got to go. Until one of them started crying. And then I was like, I should probably, oh, I probably pull back and on this. And he said, don't worry, Helen's friend's dog's dead. <laughs> Let's go help her bury it. Could, could be worse. <laughs> uh, DC, did you get involved in the old April? No, first? zero pranks. I mean, I live alone, so pranking yourself is, is, isn't Prank, as good, is it? Pranking yourself. Um, How would you... You'd have to get utterly shit-faced. Yes, right. Set up a prank and then... Hope Forget that you've, you, yeah, you've forgotten yeah. about it. You are right yeah. about the end goal thing, though. It's important to think, what's the actual outcome I want from this? Because my friend mm. pranked his mum by calling her up and saying that she'd been doing a voice and saying she'd won a competition down at her local Tesco. Oh, no. And so she walked all the way, got oh. put on her clothes, walked down to the Tesco, and then obviously there wasn't anything. And there wasn't, you know, it said, like, oh, then what do you do? Oh, that's awful. April Fool's. She's just that's wandering it, around it, Tesco. That's the outcome of it. Did you hear about the Six Music one this year? No. BBC Radio Six Music, you know, everyone's cool, cool, cool station that's too mm-hmm. cool for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They um they did an April Fool where uh, on Thursday, was it Thursday, Friday, whatever day? April Thursday, Fool's yeah, day was. yeah. Yeah, they, they said, uh, oh, just for one day only, Six Music is playing only pop music. And they played all, you know, just pop music rather mm. than cool indie alternative stuff. So they did it. And then every. And then, yeah, they did it for the morning because yeah. April Fool's finishes at yes, midday. Yes, strictly. All the listeners loved it so much that they sheepishly admitted at about half twelve, oh, we're supposed to be an April Fool's, but we're just going to carry on doing it. <laughs> this has been the most popular thing we've done for years. Oh, oh my gosh, wow. so they undermine the whole premise of six yeah. music. <laughs> yeah, there was, <laughs> yeah, so they ended up just playing pop music all day. So they did really mm. April Fool themselves then? Yeah, sort of, yeah, accidentally pranked themselves, yeah. Oh well, my should gosh. be real eye-opener, guys, to... Uh, let that be a lesson to you. On Magic FM, we played Phil Collins B sides all day. Just to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is good. Though. I, I'm I'm pleased they did that, but also I'm really pleased that it shows because I hate the idea of people having a guilty pleasure with music. Do you know what I mean? But that's my yes, guilty pleasure. Right. It's not mm. a guilty pleasure. A, sorry, Reach for the Stars is an absolute banger. Stop saying it's a guilty pleasure. Stop undermining artistic genius. There is no such thing. People do it with books. People do it with books as well. It's my guilty pleasure to read. Like Lee Child, Dave, see above. Like, no, yeah. The guy's a genius. The guy writes mm. brilliant books. Don't say it's a guilty pleasure. It's really, it's really do like, insulting. Do you like the Jack Reacher books, do you? <laughs> no, you said that. I've not read the latest one. I've not read the new one. With Have his you brother. not still? Not the one with his brother. No, because I'm saving. I'm saving. I'm waiting for the moment in my life when it, it fits. I, I like to fit. Uh, if I've got a holiday or a break, I have to fit a good book into it. And I'm going in August, we're going to stay in some woods for a week. And I figured that's a perfect place in a log cabin to read like a book like that. Oh, lovely. That is good, isn't it? Well, I've just, I realised recently that you can, there's now enough Jack Reacher books that if I start again from the start, I've forgotten what happens in most of them. So it's it's the sort of uh, absolute, um, what's the word? 
Pro, pro, he's pro, prolific. Prolific. There you go. I can, so my brain just wasn't working then. But, but you haven't got a good vocabulary because you read Lee Charles books. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, that, it's a really, it's a really, it's really worked out well for me. You know, I think there's a format in going into people's houses, and you could do it with books, you could do it with music as well, and quizzing them on all the books in their house. Because if that was the case, I would fail at the first hurdle. Do you know <gasps> yeah, what I mean? I've like, not read any of them. Grab a book off the shelf and say, "So who's the character in this, and what happens in this book?" And the chances are, I'll say either, "Oh, I haven't read it. It's just there to make me look impressive." Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, e.g. complete works of William Shakespeare or I will say I haven't got a I haven't got a clue mate read it in 2004 I haven't got a clue I haven't got a clue right well exactly yeah that's more just a, a sad insight into either your life or your just pathetic memory isn't it as well so it's, it's not going to come out well in <laughs> no, on no, any I, level I come really. out badly in all this stuff um all right, uh, listen, guys, we need to get on. We need to get onto the WhatsApps. We need to have a look at Twitter as well. <gasps> but we also need to play some adverts from our sponsors who are paying us 0.00001p per advert. Yeah, everyone must buy whatever they get advertised now. Yeah, exactly. Let us know what adverts you get. Good luck, everyone. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So we have a bit of a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's written a single thing on the WhatsApp this week. I was just thinking that, as Tom said it. Well, I wrote one just now as we were getting into position and getting ready, which I thought was a good one to chat about. I have one from last week that we missed out because I think you thought that it wasn't a thing, but it was a thing. Okay, well, let's let's do the thing you thought wasn't a thing, but is a thing. Let's do that first. Then We saved one from last week as well, do you remember? I I said, I put a a note in the WhatsApp last week saying, let's do this next week, do you remember? Also, there's some Bailey's chat that happened here over the week as well. So there's actually... No! Oh, there's a lot, there's a lot I'll be honest, I've got a bit of a hangover and that feels like a terrible thing to talk oh, about. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Let's see if we can make David gag by the end of the episode. Um, all right, so uh, what are we doing then? Where, where are we going from? What is the thing? The best news ever. The best news ever. Is this a new BBC News 24 channel, maybe? Have a guess. Think about my life and all the things you know. Bins. Bed bins. Close. Well, not close. Mm. Mold. But, but... Mold. <gasps> Is it mold? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what's, the, what's the mold chat? It's gone. 
Completely. What? It's gone. Oh well, God. this is uh, huge news. Hang on, there, yeah. was a, there was a well there. Is it because you've moved? Well, actually, it's really yeah, it's because we've moved. What's actually a bit depressing is it had gone when I wrote the best news ever, and it is there is a little tiny bit back, <sighs> but it's mostly gone. Scrubbed, did a proper like right. Today's the day, and then a thick layer of paint, mold resistant paint. Another thick layer of mold resistant paint. Mm. Gone. Tiny bit creeping now again above the shower, but. Just gonna. I've just ordered some more paint, and I'm just gonna continuously paint for the rest of my life. You sounded like a weather forecast there. Could we get a, a regular feature on the show, which is the mold forecast, where you stand <laughs> next to it, just coming in there, just at the northeast edge of the mold patch, just see a little bit creeping in there. That's getting. That should be getting blacker by the weekend, and then good. Sometimes poor. <laughs> the mold forecast. I, I would say. Helen, it concerns me that you've put all these layers on top of the mould and it's coming through. That worries me that the mould is not... The mould is coming from inside. Do you know what I mean? It's not coming from the shower hitting the the, wall, the roof <gasps> externally. It's something's under, something underneath is making the mould come through. Oh, do you think it's the old mould? No, I don't think it's the old mould. I think there's something either in, uh, uh, in the floor, actually inside the floor, or on the outside of the wall. Is, is there an external wall near the mould? No. Uh-huh. <gasps> the roof! Yes. We're on the top floor flat. Yes. There's mold in the roof. There's mold coming. You've got a leak. <laughs> what ha- what's happening is you've probably got you've probably got some dodgy guttering. There is a leak cuz cuz water drips through. <sighs> Dave, do you want to take this? I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So it's not it's not steam and humidity from your shower that's hitting it and making the mould happen. If the mould is coming through, if you're putting layers of mouldy mould covering paint and it's already appearing, that's not the mould resistant paint would take a long time before mould started to appear on top of it. It's coming from underneath it. It's coming from the roof. There's a bit of bad <sighs> guttering. You need to go on your landlord about that because um oh, yeah, you'll love gosh. you might also well notice that and this is something, you know, for the diary talking about mold forecast see if you can sync up mold with the weather usually you'll get a load of rain and then a day later you'll get you'll get more mold okay i'm going to begin the mold diaries <laughs> the adrian mold diaries adrian mold very good well done everyone well done our work here is done oh, i think we've peaked we've peaked we've peaked well, there we go. That's the best news ever. What did we have next? Well, I realise actually that I'm a week behind and the thing that I thought was we'd save to talk about this week, we actually saved two weeks ago and I already talked about it last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, so there has yeah. been very little WhatsApp chat on the on the group this, this has, week. Uh, Tom put sleeping positions <laughs> well, just before we started recording, which actually was interesting because I thought that was some sort of like... Code. I thought you were sort of going like, I'm, I'm ready, guys. I'm in sleeping position, ready to be woken up to record the podcast. I thought it was like a sort <laughs> no, of uh, no. military code for... It, it, I'm more than, more than happy for it to be sleeping positions. Like, you know, okay, embrace, brace, sleeping yeah. positions, go. No, what I wanted to do was discuss, in, in much the same way that we once had one of our most enthralling chats on the podcast, was talking about a position to read a book in. Yeah. I think we should mm-hmm. discuss what is your sleeping position. And uh, because this week I tried a new sleeping position, it's just a slight tweak to it. And it has ma- it's made a massive difference. I've not been sleeping well recently. This position has really, really helped. And uh, I just wanted to just wanted to sort of, you know, shoot the breeze about sleeping positions. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, guys, there's nowhere else in my life where I can do this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I would like Better to treat know... you down already, yeah? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
What was your sleeping position before, and then what is your new sleeping position? Okay, please? thank you. So I go for I go for a right-sided fetal, and that's the other thing as well. <laughs> I think we should try and name our sleeping positions in in much the same way that the Karma Sutra has names for oh, all the great. sexual positions. We should try and name, and I'm sure our friends on Twitter can help us with this. Different sleeping positions. So mm-hmm. I go for a, a right-sided fetal with a with a pillow knee support. So I put a cushion or a pillow in between my legs. Uh, at the knee point, wow. which is very good for your lower back. Do you? Oh my god, it's amazing for your lower back. Wow, I started that's doing... like pregnancy thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I got the idea when Beth was pregnant because she did it, and I was like, I'm gonna, have, <laughs> I'm gonna have a bum on that. And she doesn't do it anymore. I still do it. Um, it's really good because uh, it's just, I think, supposedly straightens out your lower, the, the bottom of your back a little bit, and it it really helps because my hips are really useless. Um, so I put a pillow between my legs then what i normally do is i go for a if i'm on right side fetal i'll put my right palm underneath the pillow basically underneath my head and then my left hand just sort of lies there it doesn't really do much the, wait the, one second so yeah. right hand underneath the head pillow underneath my so my right side goes underneath the pillow yeah yeah left arm just kind of limp yes well this knees is the, up knees pillow up between pillow them. between yes so 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 the modification has come with the with the left hand, which has has had nothing to do, all I've done, and I hope this doesn't sound too sexual, and some people are going to get aroused. Dave, try and control yourself. I'll do um, my best. And I know that uh, my friend Alison listens to this to get to sleep, so this is going to be incredibly awkward because she's not going to get to sleep when she's got this image in her head. I've just I just slide my hand in between my legs, just in between my thighs. Nothing rude, nothing naughty, right? And sometimes it's my left. Sometimes I take out the right from underneath my pillow and I slide my right hand in between the lower thigh and then my left hand will just sort of slackly lie just over the buttocks there so that is the new position i've tried and it's really i've had some lovely sleeps recently it's it's made a difference so your so your left arm is sort of behind you like you're reaching for something that's what i've started to do well no my left arm sort of lies down my torso and then my hand sort of Sort cups of the buttock. Cups the buttock. Yeah, it can cup. It can scratch as well. It's available for that. It's not, you know, it's not really my job. But then the right hand will just slide in between the thighs, the pillow with the knees, and that and that is a position I can hold for, you know, hours. Absolutely hours. Do you wake up in the same position you I have do. fallen asleep? I do. With that, with the hand sort of numb between the no, between it's the thighs. Comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. numbness was a question I was going to ask. Actually. No, no. It's fine. Oh, I guess though, if you've got the pillow, it's not like you're squeezing your That's hand. That's right. That's right. Exactly right. So it's by, a bit by, of a gap, thigh gap. By using the pillow, you're making a little thigh letterbox, <laughs> and you can just and you can just pop the hand in there. It fits actually perfectly. I think the main problem I have with all of this is that there's no way in hell that I wake up in the same sleeping positions that I go to sleep in. Like, Interesting. That, that seems mad to me. I change positions about ten times a night. Mm. Well, go on then, Dave. What's 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 your go-to? Well, it's just there is no. I'm a I'm a freestyler. I'm an improviser. You know, I'm a. You're a jazz. Mix it up. Doesn't, yeah, it's proper jazz jazz sleeping. Yeah, I, I, it could be on my back. It could be on my side. It could be on my front for a bit. Just to, really just depends, but, but, you know? Okay, okay, all right. So let, take, let me take you to a, a hypothetical situation. You're tired, you've had a long day producing the shit out of stuff and yeah. you get into bed <laughs> and you just want to go straight to sleep. Go, tell me now. What is the position you get into? Go. I think like front, mm. down, face to the right. Okay. Oh, face to arms, the right. Arms sort of under the pillow, just at the edge, not under it, but just okay. sort of like, yeah. That so what like, can we call know? that? So this is a kind of, in a, you're sort of, Falling man. Falling man. Yeah, well, it's, uh, do you know? Do you know exactly what it is? It's the classic stock image of um, a 
outline of a body after a murder, you know? <laughs> so, good. So let's, let's call victim. it... Let's yeah. call it, well, police squad. Let's call it yeah. the police squad. Yeah, right. So, okay, yeah, murder victim. Okay, fine. So murder victim is your, is your go-to position. That's not mm. interesting that the head goes to the, to the right. That's, that's interesting. Are you on the left or right? So are you facing into the bed or out of the bed with your Always head? Always out of the bed. Always face out, out of the bed. Out of the bed. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. Okay, Which... Helen Monks, please. Well, on the murder victim theme... I think I, my, I would name my position the psychopath. Because <laughs> you stand next to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> stare at Matt all night. I, I just go, what I do is I can stand in the wardrobe. And, uh... <laughs> um, no, I lie on my back with my arms by my sides, face <laughs> up. And I fall asleep like that, and then I wake up like that, and I don't move. Surely that's the mummy. We call that the mummy. The mummy, <laughs> yes, the oh, mummy. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, the, I'm the writing mummy. these down. So we've got the mummy, the murder, and the right side fetal. <laughs> Classic three. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, how many positions really are there? Like, we can do modifications of the mummy. I guess if someone sleeps like that with their hands on their chest, for example, that'd be like mm. the vampire, right? Oh, that'd be creepy. Yeah. Well, like, unlike your weird fucking. <laughs> Yeah, you are. That is, that's more murdery than mine, isn't it? You're you're really a corpse in a you know in the fridge when they put the corpse in the fridge. Yes, yes, yes. Fridge corpse. Yeah, fridge corpse. <laughs> it's really funny. That's a good one. It's really funny just lying there. Also, I yeah. bet you sleep with your eyes open. My my <laughs> nieces looking after them was terrifying. I used to babysit when they were young, and they both sleep with their eyes open. Oh my god, going in Nuts. to check on your nieces absolutely horrifying. That's really horrifying. scary. Yeah. Um, so just uh, let's wrap this up soon for many reasons. One, mm. because it's, well, I can't imagine anyone's still listening. Mm. But no, um, <laughs> do let us know what position you sleep in. <laughs> weird, weird question to answer. Ask well, also let us know what position it's in, but also we need you to name it. We need That's to. We're going to make a catalogue. Yeah, yeah. We're going to make a catalogue of sleep position names and hopefully publish it and make a lot of money. That's the plan, really. But I'm interested in whether you in, in your facing in or out of the bed thing. Do you do you both face into the bed? You both seem shocked no. by my facing out. No, face out, face yeah. out. Well, I'm looking say. straight at the ceiling, contemplating. <laughs> 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 Are you imagining like chess games being played on the ceiling? Yeah. Oh. That's exactly right. Oh, good, good. <laughs> but instead of like the really complex moves of the Queen's Gambit, yours is just pawn going two places forward. I so. do you know thing. If we ever, if we ever come to your house, Helen, I'm going to have to sneak into your bedroom and just write "Hi, Helen," just on the <gasps> roof, on the on the ceiling of your bedroom. Oh just, my gosh! Oh down. my gosh! That's um, why you should put your Instagram adverts. I'm just going to write things I want you to buy on there. Yeah, yeah. The climate change is happening yeah. now. <laughs> Sleep well. <laughs> um, all right, good. So, uh, sleep positions. Get those in on the Twitter. We'll give you the Twitter name in a sec, as we always do. Um, A O B, everyone. A O B, please. A O B from me. A O B from Helen. A O B. A O B from Dave. In which case, I uh, formally declare this podcast finished. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 Cabin FE A3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. <sighs> that's the noise Dave makes as he assumes the murder position. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.